0: Yes. (laughs) Live from the front porch in City Park. (laughs) It's your Denver five and a half. This is the Hard Pick Mining Company. Mike, how you doing? Nate, how you doing?
1: Hey, glad to be here. What's (laughs) up, Bush? Here we go. You feeling bushy? Oh, I'm so happy. All right. Hard Pick Mining Company. Welcome to your Denver five. Plus, we've got a couple of guests. Yeah. So we've got Nate from... The Vague Idea Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And we've got our little COVID friend, Avi. (laughs) Avi's quiet. Avi's quiet. 18 (laughs) months. Looking good. All right. Well, the Nuggets. uh, Wow. Uh, Are you ready for playoffs? Are you guys ready for the playoffs? Let's go. Uh, the Nuggets right now, uh, we're recording this on Saturday. They're sitting in the third spot right now, tied uh, with the Clippers. We've got the tiebreaker, obviously. Uh, one game left on Sunday uh, against Portland. So, uh,
0: like, what? What's the the likely outcome? Of, I mean, the likely outcome is probably lose to Portland. Hopefully, sit everybody. So there's probably there's, probably so the that solidifies the matchup with Portland, correct? No, if the Mavs
2: lose. Then we get the Mavs. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically down to uh, Dallas, Portland, uh, or potentially uh, the Lakers if we uh, decide that we want to win. So if we uh, win and
0: Dallas loses and the Lakers win, then we get the Lakers. Yes. Is that
2: Does that track? If we... <laughs> I think if we win and the Lakers win and the Mavs win, the Mavs win... We get the Lakers. Okay, so it's between the Blazers and the Lakers. If if we beat the if we beat the Blazers and the Lakers win, I'm pretty sure we get the Lakers. I think that's right. So we we're not going to get the Mavs unless they lose. Yes. Unless they lose, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so. think that's how all the tiebreakers work. So <laughs> I'm not a hundred on that. We're
0: going but. with probably Portland,
2: maybe Dallas. Yeah, yeah, and then possibly Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I think that's is that the order. I think that's the right order. Okay so we're going to like you know 70 2010 something like that <laughs> i don't know let's put some numbers to it so
0: since since it's 70 2010 let's convince ourselves that we want to play portland right we do we'll get
2: into that later though we, we can't do it right now a little bush in the woods right off the bat what? i don't i don't know what's in your woods man well let's wait let's wait let's <laughs> let see michael see for the trees my- <laughs> do you, you want to
3: stop your bush in the woods because the portland data <laughs> Before they actually had their full team is a very different Portland team than right now, which is oh, why no. we want to play Dallas. Andrew loves C.J. McCollum. Just it loves him. Well, and Covington is good, and Nurkic is back, and they can throw a lot of big bodies at, at Nurkic. Are you afraid or, of Nurkic? Uh, no, I'm, not, I'm no. not afraid. That's but what I, we're going to talk about. You're going to like these numbers. I'm, okay, I want to hear a lot of Jokic defensive numbers one, against good offensive The one that centers. I'm most <laughs>
0: afraid of, I'm, I'm not afraid of C.J. I mean, of course you're afraid of Dame, but... It's that it has nothing. I'm more afraid of Mello,
1: honestly. <laughs> no. Mello's revenge. I hadn't Mello's even revenge. thought about that. Oh man, not he's gotten hot Montezuma. a couple times. He's he's <laughs> he, he's had a few moments. I mean, he plays in the second team, so let's get that straight. But he's had a few moments against uh, our second teamers where he's absolutely lit us up, and it feels a little bit like he's trying to get back at us for yeah, something. I don't and know. I'm not what. sure what. Because he wanted it to get out. We were wronged by him. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
4: (laughs) He's like, why couldn't you make Denver into New York for me? Yeah, right. I understand. (laughs) Right.
3: Here's the question is, can the Nuggets make a run if MPJ is slightly shut down or not easily the number one or two scorer? Is this a rhetorical question? Yes, it's basically a rhetorical (laughs) question. And so if Covington is guarding MPJ, who is probably one of the better big man defensive players then that's really going to hurt our chances. So that's why I'm afraid of I, playing Portland out of everyone else because they have big bodies and a guy that can kind of guard MPJ better than everyone I am
0: not else. convinced that defense matters to MPJ, that it's just whether or not he shows
2: up or not. And it definitely doesn't matter to Jokic. Y- you yeah. know, the
1: interesting yeah. thing, though, with, with MPJ is that his he's been much better lately uh, obviously, it's shooting, but when somebody um, harasses him and plays tough defense against him, like pushes him around a little, makes it more difficult for him mm-hmm. to kind of move around the floor. Uh, he kind of shuts down, he disappears yep. for a while, and so like somebody like Covington could definitely do that to him. He's that that type of a player that could be a big body that's going to make it really tough for him. Well, and that and
4: that puts into in, into greater effect how the officiating goes and whether when we get into the playoffs, MPJ gets recognized as having a star ability or not That's if so they true. call if they give him calls he's gonna he's gonna have a much easier time i'm i don't i don't think it's gonna happen no i don't think, no, I don't think so either but <laughs> i
3: mean it, it's nice to dream isn't it yes <laughs> and mbj is not the player that the refs matter that much because he doesn't create contact right he doesn't drive very often he does fadeaways and pull up jumpers is a so he's been driving more. He, he has been and as much as he has, he should do it more and more and I think that'll be an evolution of his game. But that'll be the key is if you get up on someone that means that like the offensive player's first step is already a step ahead of the defender because they're playing him that tight. So if MPJ can drive and we've even seen over the course of the season his hands getting a little stronger and those kind of like weak turnovers from offensive rebounds or driving mm-hmm. has gone away as much. I don't so know. like if he can elevate that in <laughs> the playoffs still there. Then it's better. It's not great, but it's like it's I mean, better.
0: You can count on three bad passes a game from MPJ.
3: Yeah, that's fine, but that's not like ball handling. Someone stripping it from him. He, he'll make some bad decisions.
2: <laughs> yeah, to well, uh Mello's revenge here. I'm pretty sure he's never beat the Nuggets, so that could set uh, us up. Yeah, for- I remember. There's some. Some broadcast discussion about uh-huh. that. I don't like that actually no. I, anymore at, at all. Going into the playoffs, if we play the Trailblazers, that is a uh, potentially disastrous <laughs> situation. He just, you know, he's just rubbing his hands. He's excited. Finally. Uh,
1: well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how we how we come into the playoffs here. But uh, I did want to talk a little bit just about how the Nuggets have done this uh, season in general. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, to do a recap. Let's just let's just take a moment here. Game one. Play high. He- <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that to you. So Vegas uh when the season started had the Nuggets uh over or under total wins uh forty four and a half. Uh we're at forty seven right now. Let's hope we stay at forty-seven. <laughs> but uh we're gonna potentially get the third or fourth seed, uh obviously made it to the Western Conference Finals uh last year. Uh, I believe uh, after the Nuggets uh, can uh, got at least uh, the fourth seed that the last three or four years, they are the only team to get a top four seed in the NBA. Um, and so when you look at it uh, in terms of the last couple of years, uh, what the Nuggets have done and then what they did this year and what Jokic has been able to do in terms of this team, the injuries, a weird COVID season... Uh, some of the big games, big plays uh, that we've been able to do uh, early in the season, it was rough um, for a while there. I think we were all uh, a little bit worried in terms of our, our comeback ability, um, our ability to win some of those close games. Um, and then I would say uh, I was highly
2: emotional during that period. You, highly what do you mean were
1: highly emotional. <laughs> I was. It, was. it was a tough period for me. And then since March, uh, we're the winningest team uh, in the NBA. Uh Ooh. and so yeah. uh the nuggets have absolutely been on a tear uh, at a time uh, when we've been our most injured. Um and so it's interesting just to see like how we've done this season. Um I don't know what your guys expectations were going into the season. Uh but I think personally uh it's been kind of a slog here a little bit, but they've absolutely exceeded what I what I expected.
0: Uh no of, of course they've exceeded every expectation and the slog I think it feels like none of the there's been very few, just oh, we're gonna win this game in the first quarter, that like pull ahead and then hold the lead. They'll pull ahead, yeah, for sure, always, and then let let some teams come back, and, and then find a way to to grind it out in the fourth and win. But uh, it, it's it's never felt easy, and uh, honestly, I think it's it's 100 just because this is Jokic's season. Yep, it's Jokic's team. It's Jokic's year and and that's even made more so when Jamal went down and the team got better somehow. Yep. And it's just because of the style of play that he he does. It's you're never going to blow a team out and it's always going to be a grind and it then it's just so much fun to watch.
2: Yeah, he took a leap this year that I don't think any of us Saw coming. No, even, I mean, right. he's and always been a great playoff we're, performer. we huge right? fanboys, yeah. and we yeah. still <laughs> couldn't have imagined this jump. We yeah. used to talk, would he ever average 20, 22 points a game? He's up to like over 26 right now. You know, he's a, over eight and a half assists. Like he was at six before. I mean, just the numbers don't lie around how well he's been playing, but you can just see the whole team believes in him now. And yeah. just he sets. The attitude he sets, everything in the locker room, it all revolves around him. And because he's, like, apparently the greatest human being who's ever lived. <laughs> and I 100% just want to go hug him if I ever got a chance right? to meet him. Because he just he must be the most likable guy.
4: And we've never had this. like <laughs> exactly. In the history of the Nuggets. Like, we've had stand-up guys. Like, Matumbo is one of the yeah. like yeah. unparalleled good human beings. But never was able to catalyze an entire team around him. To this degree, and Melo the same way. Like yep. Melo was a great player, but it seemed like everybody, no matter how many good pieces you put around him, everybody seemed disaffected. Like it was like, oh, we're all coming to work. we needed Whatever. Chauncey to like yeah. you need Chauncey unifying to force. bring people together. But Jokic has anybody who plays around him elevating. Yep. Mm-hmm. To
2: to extremes, and the, it's it's remarkable. The definition of a superstar, right? Like you make yeah. everybody around you better, and that is what is so exciting. Of uh, since. Jamal went down is just the way that they didn't collapse, they didn't give up, everyone was against them. and he just kept playing great basketball. And just like, okay, Shaq Harrison, you want to play? Cool, let's uh, <laughs> let's see what you can do. Okay, Marcus Howard, you want to drop 20? You know, sure, sure it's a random night at the end of the season, but still, like, yeah, but Jokic still had a triple double that night, yep, and he's finding Chanchar, you know, Andrew's favorite, um, and I, I'm just so impressed by his game, and he's 26 years old. So, like, this is way more excited than I've ever could have imagined being a Nuggets fan ever before. Oh
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of us saw this coming. Um, and and it, it's kind of disappointing earlier in the season. It, he's been consistent the entire way throughout. I mean, the whole way. The whole way throughout the mm-hmm. season. He's basically played the exact same way the entire time game after game after game he is which is why he doesn't want to sit tomorrow exactly he hasn't missed a game and he's
2: he's mr consistency
1: um and and it's been disappointing to a certain degree i think we all listen a little bit to the national media uh, and what gets said and people talk about him uh and this season like it's oh well we'll just give him the mvp because there's there's no one else and he didn't play a (laughs) bunch of games you know chris paul isn't that type of a player? You know, the, the, there's been all these sort of narratives. And, and I think what they're missing is, this is one of the greatest offensive performance seasons that has ever happened in the NBA history. Yeah. You go and look at, like, all the advanced metrics, and it basically says that yeah, this guy is literally dominating the league, Yeah, but he's not a me-first player. And like, not a, being every a me-first player.
0: Every single NBA graph where they put everybody's pictures out, there's always, uh, always. always a Jokic outlier. Yeah,
2: it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, it's always the, it's the coast bias too, right? Like the last two weeks have been all about Steph Curry lighting up games. Yeah. Scoring, you know, scoring 30 to 50 points because that's what ESPN cares about. That's what all, you know, all these major outlets care about.
1: Right. And and it, and you know, it's it's fun to watch Steph uh, do what he does. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but what Jokic does is he's got kind of his um, Serbian moves, right? He's got his shuffle. He's got the shuffle. He's got his little hook. He, you know, he's got his fancy, you know, water polo passes. I mean, he's got all these moves, but they're not the biggest highlights. They're not a dunk. They're not a three-pointer from half court. They're not something like that. There's something that... Uh,
0: he's got like 24 dunks
1: on the season. Yeah. Uh, he's got 40-something, nice. actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he's, he's had this sort of a season that unless you actually watch his games, like he's not going to make the ESPN highlights except for one, you know, a great pass here, a great pass there. Um, But he's consistently, you know, leading in assists, leading in points, Mm -hmm. leading in rebounds, leading in field goal efficiency. I mean, he's just on top of his game and people talk about his defense and they still talk about his defense like it's terrible. And you watch him, he is quicker He is more mobile. He gets up on the pick and roll. He covers. He comes back. He's covering the the board. I mean, he is literally playing decent defense, if not good defense.
0: Right. right. He plays enough defense, and he's quick enough on it that I'm always just constantly nervous that he's overextending himself. Just like, that's too quick of a drop step. Like, I don't watch your knees.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you compare him to, you know, everybody talks about... Russ getting his uh, record breaking triple double, yep. and it's like, oh, hey, well, Jokic has had a lot of triple doubles too. And the thing is, he actually is present on defense in some form. And Westbrook still, you know, is a matador every time. Yep. Yes, you know, exactly. matador—that's the <laughs> right way to
1: describe him. Yeah, I, and and that's the way that that Russ plays, and people get excited about that. And, and Jokic is a little more plotting about what well, he does. I, th-
4: I mean, I think there is. There's always going to be a bias on, against big men because of that, because just no matter what, he's going to look more balletic when he's moving, yes. and he's not going to look explosive, Yeah. even when he's doing incredibly explosive things. And plus, I mean, he's doing so much in his head, which, you know, is, is amazing. Like, well, he's a quarterback on yeah, the Yeah, he's the three
2: steps ahead of everybody else, right?
1: Yeah. And I just love, I don't, I don't know if you guys ever watch uh, some of the post-game interviews with him, uh, but he is literally lives up to his nickname, the Joker. Uh, I mean, he's constantly, you know, very... You know, humble, quiet guy, and then he's just you know the nicest person to all the you know media members, kind of making jokes at them. You know, won't say that he's he's the you know leading MVP candidate. He's he he just seems like a good guy um, overall.
2: So we're all obviously you know longtime Denver Nugget fans, but you know I think Denver sports fans in general too. Have we had a season like Jokic is having? I guess it's going on with the Avs right now, kind of as we're 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 speaking, right? But I'm just trying to remember in my lifetime, you know, is is Jokic's season up there with with what Elway was yeah. doing? You know, pick a season, whether it's earlier in his career when they were losing in the playoffs, or at the end of his career when they're when they're winning uh, championships. Are you, where would you guys put Jokic's season in terms of like the overall Denver? Uh,
1: you know, pantheon of great seasons. Um, so so I would uh I, I would actually I, I've got a couple of things. That's a great question. Uh, and we all know in Denver, uh, the Broncos kind of rule the roost in terms of uh, fandom. Uh, so I'm gonna pick a couple of seasons uh, that I think are on par with what we're seeing right here. Uh, and one is 1998. Uh, the Broncos. Yep, yep. Uh, we have Terrell the, Davis. We have Terrell Davis. We one finally the,
4: have a defense that can make up for Elway's mistakes. Because uh, I loved, I love the Broncos, but John Elway is w- like we have deified the Elways, Farbs, <laughs> and like Dan Marino gets no love. <laughs> but these guys who just slung the ball and <laughs> fucked True. up most of the seasons they played. Like I mean, Elway's Elway was mostly terrible.
1: <laughs> oh well, that is blasphemous. Oh, wow. We're going to put a pin in that one. <laughs> <Yep. Yeah. laughs> this is a basketball podcast. Excuse me. And the second season uh, would be uh, uh, Peyton Manning's first it, season with the Broncos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, before um, fifty. So when Peyton Manning uh, set uh, records left and You're right, right the, in terms the, of oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So th- those in terms of uh, the fandom, um, you could potentially put you know, the Rockies making the World Series um, just in general, but there wasn't a single player that um, that that identified that team. That was, you know, we had a lot of very good players um, on that team. Well, a lot of people that got hot on the team. So um, in terms of like individual players, I still put this actually this season as number one, but in terms of like excitement um, of the city and excitement on a team, it, it's it's probably top five. I
0: mean, there there very well maybe some
4: hockey seasons that we're just not aware of.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the abs in <laughs> yeah, 90,
4: like the abs 96, 97 96, when hey. we were playing the Red Wings and like yeah. when everybody fought when when Wah came out of goalie and fought Chris Osgood. That's in the true. Middle Wah Sackler, yeah. Forsberg.
1: That's right. That right. pretty season. much but the was only.
2: Was there an MVP? That's what I'm wondering, I don't know. and I don't, you know, maybe I should have done some research I mean, we, before uh, jumping on a pod. Are am going
0: to
4: do hockey research 20 years ago. Come on.
2: I mean, that was the last I'll year that we won the it. President's Trophy,
4: so that would be the the parallel to the current, you know, right? To last success, night. yeah, and, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is this is the best Nuggets team I have ever witnessed. Where it wasn't just no, like. It's not the best on paper Nuggets team, because obviously that was the team that lost to the Lakers in the finals years ago, because that team should have gone way further than it ever went. But this team is mentally there, and it is. It's playing together. I mean, we talked about this earlier. Like, Jokic has been able to bring a group of kind of misfit toys together to do really incredible stuff. And I think there's also a lack of ego that really plays to our benefit.
1: So the culture is the thing that I, I would say uh, last year in the bubble and then this year, really, I think I actually saw it happen in terms of we have a real like, you know, lack of ego, lack of, you yeah. know, I don't need the ball mm-hmm. type of a culture. Um, and the individual that I've seen it really mature with is MPJ. Uh, more than anything, because I think in the bubble we saw him kind of make some uh, missteps in terms of right. the statements that he made, uh, needing the ball, wanting the ball, saying I should have the ball, and now you look at how he talks and, and, and what he's saying, uh, he knows he's you know, one of our top two, three guys on the team, um, but it seems like he also knows that, uh, that the offense goes through Jokic, and we're all a part of a team, and we pass, and we, we kind of play together, and we only win as a team, not as an individual jacking up 40 shots a game.
2: Yeah. Did you guys hear the? Uh, did you guys hear about how after Chanchar and Howard had their highest career uh, scoring games ever, that the whole team erupted for them after yeah, really? in the locker room? It was a big and Malone deal. just came out and was like. This doesn't happen in professional sports. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, nobody right. nobody usually cares if, you know, the 14th and 15th guy on the team set career highs and right. the whole team just like showered with, showered them with love and everything. It's like, that's the kind of um, part of this team that is just so likable, obviously, but just also just rarely happens in professional Did sports. Did you see anyway.
0: the, the Chanchar Presser after the yeah. game? So I've never good.
1: been on TV. I'm very nervous. I'm right very now. nervous. <laughs> like he had his best best
0: game ever. And he was visibly terrified of like the next five minutes of like, I don't I don't know if I want to be good at this anymore. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe I'll just pass more so I don't have to do this. <laughs>
2: so the research team just got back to me and uh, Peter Forsberg won the MVP in two thousand two, two thousand three for the okay. abs. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess you'd have to throw that up there with the uh, Jokic's season even though I have no idea Maybe. what happened in that. I don't know. But, Is uh, it
0: comparable? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> hockey slander. <laughs> uh, to, in that that whole same culture aspect, I mean, I I think it's just bonkers how we're sitting on the eve of the playoffs right now where the Nuggets are in a great position in a wide open West. And we're still so excited for next year's Nuggets. Oh, yeah. that That's and and even the year after that uh, we see the growth of MPJ and knowing that we're going to get Jamal back at some point and like that the team is going to get better and they might they're they're right in the top tier of like odds on favorite to
2: win the championship this year like w- this is where Jamal's injury just crushes me
1: it crushes. because yes.
2: yeah. if he was healthy i would say we could you know we yep. could go toe to toe with anybody in the west for sure i yeah. mean brooklyn Brooklyn, who knows, but if they're all healthy and playing well, but they, if Jamal's so healthy, hard. does MPJ get the that's, growth that he's had this year? Yeah, that's the million dollar question, man. And I don't and know. we
0: know from the last ten years of NBA that you need three superstars yeah. to win a championship yeah. and to to do that to be in that dynasty talk that you let's, you let's need that talk talent. a
2: little MPJ real quick. I've been so impressed by his game the way he's elevated somehow he's been playing more efficiently i mean he's just turned into a 25 per night scorer Yeah, immediately it's unbelievable immediately. he just has the cleanest looking jump shot it is so <laughs> pretty <laughs> well, it's like the opposite of jokic right like it's jokic the Ken- is like the bubble Ken- for junior man it's yeah Ken- you are right yeah, that's, a good it's that's a good effortless
4: yeah this is everything that we wanted to happen <laughs> What's up, and Bobby? everything that we thought Oh, he's got a back injury. This probably isn't going to pan out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this is a big risk to take him where we're taking him, but fingers crossed. And yeah, I mean, to Rex's point, like we are in the most win-win that the Nuggets have ever been in in my entire life. Yeah, where if we go anywhere in the playoffs this this year, I will feel great, mm-hmm. and we will have so much to look forward to next year. Whereas, like the last time that we did. You know, the last time it was that exciting, it was like, oh, well, we're going to get rid of Matumbo very quickly. Or we're going to get, you know, or Melo's going to leave or whatever. Yeah. Like, everything was on the pre- on the precipice of falling apart yeah. when yeah. we succeeded before. And we're actually succeeding on the rise, which is very cool. It's nice to be on this part of the roller coaster. It is.
2: It really is. That's a great way of describing <laughs> so, it.
1: So the interesting thing, I don't know if you guys saw the quote of MPJ. I think it was a game or two games ago. Uh, but he was basically saying, I'm not 100% since my back injury. Um, and since you know recovering from right, that, he's got another gear. And he felt like uh, the five days off that they're going to have before the end of the season and when the playoffs start, he's got another two or three levels that he's going yeah. yep, to get yep. to before the playoffs start. <laughs> so this guy's got confidence oh, that is off the charts. No shortage yeah. of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> But at that level you you gotta appreciate it um uh, a little bit because he's he's been crushing it. I mean, Bush to your point, um his consistency is uh what surprised me he does disappear every so often like we were saying the other night um, the, the, he does have these games where you know he gets bullied, but again he's twenty three years old. Um, yeah. you know he's still extremely young, a lot to learn um, and has really matured in the last two months essentially he really has yeah um all right. Uh, well, uh, let's take a break real quick, uh, and hear from our presenting sponsor, the Abrams momentum group. Do you have a new baby bump on your way? Do you need some extra room in that compound of your house?
0: Give me that crib space.
1: Cause your love is about to be born.
0: One bathroom is not enough.
1: Mmm, that crib is gonna need some space. Well, let's talk to the Abrams of a minute. Oh,
0: they'll get you a house. they get you that extra bedroom.
1: And they'll get you the deal you want so you can start paying for that education that's gonna be way too expensive for anybody to afford.
0: Okay, we're not gonna look that far in the future. Let's talk about maybe like a dog run. Or like a garage. Ooh.
1: Maybe we'll get two cars, too. Well, the Ames Random Group, call them 303-981-6723 for all your housing needs. You remember his phone number?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? Wow. I've forgotten crazy.
4: all the phone numbers I used to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Times have changed. 303-981-6723.
4: Yep. So impressed. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man,
2: I need a
4: shower after that. Huh?
3: All right. That was filthy. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> well. Uh, stink
4: in the studio now, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're outside.
1: <laughs> well, Bush, uh, we missed you the last couple of weeks. So, um, Thanks for having me back. Let's hear what you got. So yeah. favorite segment of ours? To Bush it, in the Woods.
0: Talk us, us through your wood. All right, here we go.
1: I'm sorry, Rex what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like like how's it how's it shaping up right now?
2: <laughs> um, you know, big, obviously. <laughs> We're going to talk about big men. You mean the big man? The big man. The big man versus other big men. And all right, so basically what I wanted to tackle here is uh, one, fuck the Lakers, so we're not going to talk about them, but two... FTL for life. Uh, You know, who do we match up with? Specifically, who does Jokic match up with better, Blazers or Mavs? And we're going to look at just this season because Joker's on a different level this year than any other year. Mm-hmm. Plus, I didn't have time to go back and look through multiple <laughs> seasons of individual game data. But, uh, you know, basically... I think that it's pretty clear to me, and Andrew's not on the mic anymore, but he can uh, come over the top some other time or in the next podcast and tell me why I'm so damn wrong. But the Blazers <laughs> are a much better matchup for Jokic really? than the Mavs. Yeah, so here's why. Um, let's get into the deep, deep into the woods here. and we'll, we'll start with the Mavs. And basically what they've done this year, first off, we're only one and two against them this year. And they've what they've been doing is throwing three big guys at uh, Jokic. So the NBA.com stats website has a cool matchup uh, section where they actually use the tracking data to figure out how much time do guys um, play against each other and how many possessions per game, how many points per game do you, they score in those matchups. So, like, you can get crazy granular in this. But without getting into too much of it, the Mavs throw Willie Colley-Stein, Porzingis, and Boban at Jokic. And so far this year, it's been pretty effective. Willie Colley-Stein has played about seven minutes per game against Jokic, and Joker's scoring about ten and a half per game on him. Porzingis has been on him for four minutes per game. Joker's been scoring eight and a half points uh, per game on him. And then Boban has been playing Joker for about two minutes per game, a little over two. And uh, Joker's been averaging about nine points per game. So he's been good against <laughs> all, all
0: three. All of those sound very Joker friendly. Yeah, no, they are. But th- just Nine wait points in
2: two minutes? Just wait
4: till we get to the Blazers. <laughs> Reggie Miller shit right there.
2: <laughs> Give him the ball um so what's so interesting though is like okay you look at those numbers and I thought the same thing I was like oh that's great you know Joker's been playing amazing against them no 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 against the Blazers is where he's really been a star okay <laughs> so his top in all the matchups his top matchup that he scores the most points per game this year has been against Enos Cantor really
1: yep that makes sense
2: 22 and a half points per game he against just cantor, owns cantor and in one in uh, in two games, he's averaged a little over six minutes per game against Kander, and he's just been eating him up.
1: He's the worst. Defender. The number
2: three guy. He's oh. also got a price on his head, so it's got to be hard to play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <laughs> the, the number three guy in all this matchup data for Joker this year is Nurkic. So the other big man that uh, the Blazers would throw at him, and they, and in the one game that they played, they played against each other straight up for almost ten minutes per game, and and Joker averaged eighteen points. Or, or got 18 points in that game uh, during his time against Cantor. So the whole point of all of this is the Mavs seem to be throwing more guys at Joker. I think there's a little bit more of a team defense. The Trailblazers seem to be a little bit more feeling confident that they can match up one-on-one because those two guys are, you know, playing half the game against Jokic, um, and he's just eating them up. He's getting to the line more, um, and you know, on the opposite side, nobody's scoring against him. Basically, I mean, we're talking two to seven points per game. They're they're scoring against them. Porzingis is the guy that has averaged the most points per game out of all these guys I just talked about against uh, Jokic. Um, so, all the all the matchups I think are favorable clearly because he is the MVP. Uh, but. <laughs> He's been eating up uh, the Blazers, specifically Kanner and Nurkic. So that's why, you know, in my mind, bring on the Blazers.
1: I 100% agree with this. Um, So that kind of uh, backs up what I was thinking uh, in terms of what we've seen, uh, the Nuggets uh, against the Blazers. Uh, There has not really been, you you know, Nurkic versus Jokic used to be a bigger thing maybe a year ago Mm -hmm. um, before Mm -hmm. Nurk got got injured uh and he was kind of playing off the charts uh, at that point in time and that you know he feels slighted by the nuggets so he's constantly you know you know trying to bang it and go go up against our guys uh but Jokic eats him alive he's uh, figured him out he's figured him out um and his game has evolved to such a level that he's got so many post moves against a guy like that that he can spin him out, he can shuffle him out, um, he can over-under him. I mean, he can do so many things against a guy like that that his defense doesn't matter. And Cantor is a garbage defensive player, (laughs) just absolute garbage. His offense is pretty good. I I give him that, but his defense is garbage. Um, And then uh, uh, on the Mavs side of things, um, Willie Cauley, okay, I get that. Um, He's a decent player. Um, all right. Boban is just you know huge, huge. I mean, yep. he does what he does, but he, but Jokic now is very consistent. He has the shooting. largest
0: face of any human being. Have you seen his hands? <laughs> like, <laughs> massive. <laughs>
1: um uh and Porzingis can shoot um from the outside and, and that always causes um Jokic Porzingis sh- is also huge though yeah and he can shoot from the outside and it causes him problems um for sure but uh the Blazers in terms of a, a a matchup overall for the Nuggets anyways um I like it um you know seeing Dallas I still like that too I mean either of those teams I'm not that scared of you're more scared of the Lakers yes yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't want to see the Lakers.
4: I'd be more concerned about the Lakers. Or, I want to destroy them. Or Lakers. honestly, like nobody's talking about Golden State being hot and the yeah. potential of them streaking out of the play-in and Steph just scoring fifty a night.
2: And they give us tons of trouble.
4: Yeah, right, I mean that's but, the thing. Like they yeah. you know Steve Steve Kerr is a good coach, and it is it, you cannot sleep on them, especially when they've been able to rally the way they have in the late on that season. small
1: ball that they've been playing against yeah. us has actually created a lot of problems.
4: But it th-
0: there's no poss- possibility of it happening in the first round. No. And it's unlikely that
2: yeah, it's, that that, it's that one's just out.
0: It's crazy unlikely that Steph is going to be able to stay that hot for that long to to keep them in anything.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially now with all the, you know, Kobe Hall of Fame induction stuff, like the Lakers are going to be playing with serious chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And that's going to just affect the whole way that that goes assuming they're in the play. Uh
0: right, but plus they also have the the laker call benefit of all of the calls yeah. forever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. we don't like the Lakers. Um Yeah, I I, I mean I think it it leads to your point bush though in either of those matchups, the big man matchup doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, I I mean I think it's more favorable uh for the Blazers um By quite a bit, actually. I I like the matchup uh, a lot better because I just think that Jokic has figured both guys out. He can get whatever he wants. And, you know, I'm a little less impressed by Covington's defense than Andrew, so I'm not as worried about him trying to shut down MPJ. But I I think if we get the Blazers, it's a series Jokic realistically averages, you know, 20, 25 shots a game and it's 30, 33, 14 and 12 or something like that. Or maybe it's like 33, 15 and, you know, his sister down there like six, seven, something like that. Because I think we just give him the ball over and over and over. And I, if they don't double, I think he scores. And that's how they probably play us um, because they might, you know, they might force – these, you know, the randoms on the team now that are playing because Jamal and everyone else is hurt, uh, force them to make some shots. So maybe they try that out for a bit. But I, I have a feeling they just try to play him straight up and he just eats, you know, all game long. And I can't wait to see it.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I think those stats are great. And I also think <laughs> overall for the season. So that's, dismissive. That's so, well, no, it's true. But if you look at, like, the last three games of Portland and the minutes played, Cantor hasn't played more than, like, 16 minutes a game. So, yeah, Kanter has never been a good defensive center. He's actually been known as one of the worst defensive centers, and he's really a good offensive player and offensive rebound, which is one of my favorite stats. Um, <laughs> but, like, Nurkic gets a lot more minutes, and then they also go to small ball. I mean, I think with Jokic it's proven that, like, defensively you can't go to small ball because he will just terror—he'll terrorize everyone. But, like, he will really embarrass anyone who is not at least – 6'10", and putting some bodies on him. So that's why I still think I would rather see Dallas because I think they are so weak defensively, and they have a really weak bench. And with all of our injuries, bench becomes a little bit more of a factor, and I think our bench um, is is strong and kind of more playoff proven, and we have more versatility on how we can approach it. So um, understand your stats. Still don't agree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why
0: you're here, man. I, I would still rather have all of those matchups than be uh, Phoenix or Utah to and get Golden State coming out of the
2: playoffs. Yeah. The play-in. Yeah, absolutely. They're like... They, the one and two, it's so interesting this year. They mm. are really in, kind of getting screwed here with how
1: this is playing yeah. out. Yeah, it's unfortunate, oh, yeah. actually, yeah. for those teams.
2: Okay, so Jazz... So let's make the you know grand assumption because we're fans here that we you know sweep the Blazers or the Mavs it doesn't matter. Yep. Who would we rather want to see the Jazz or the Suns? Suns. 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 Yeah, I'm right there. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. So that's actually why we might want to be the three seed because they're the two seed. If if uh, that's
1: true, yeah. So we would actually be be able to play them. Well, depending on who is the seventh seed and you know how that all works out. There's lot of things that could happen there, but let's assume that the two seed beats the seven seed like they normally should. Um yeah. true, true, true. I want to play Phoenix. All day.
0: I mean it it doesn't matter. The Nuggets can play anybody and they can beat anybody in a seven game series.
2: We have the best player on the court in most matchups now. Like and that usually is all that matters in the NBA is who who has the best guy. Yeah. Um You know, I think that's why I keep going back to the Lakers. Why I, if they're healthy, a healthy LeBron and AD, that, you know, at least one of those guys could easily be the best player on the court any night. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, Clippers, maybe it's Kawhi. I'm not afraid of Paul George. No, Suns, you know, Jokic over Chris Paul any day of the week. Jazz. Mitchell, no. I mean, do you... But can unless you, they, you know, unless they rain. through... Do you have any memory
0: of, of a time when the West felt this open? No.
1: But but here, listen. This open with this many good teams. Yeah. Like, we're talking about teams yeah. that are great teams. The, oh, yeah. And yeah.
0: the Lakers are still the most feared team in the playoffs. Yeah, easily. They're, they're nationally. Seven, eight that's eight. Eight. And, and they're a 7-8 seed. Yeah. And
2: that's why the Clips did what they did, right? Yeah. Like, they don't want any part of them. Right. And they're healthy because the Clips
0: are just scared little bunny rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to play anybody. The, the Nuggets own their soul. As, as Andrew, Andrew said, <laughs> still one of my favorites. All right.
2: God, I can't wait for the playoffs.
1: So uh, Sunday night, uh, 7 o'clock, we play uh, Portland. Uh, what are your predictions for that game? Uh, how, how I'm going to give you one. How many minutes does... Howard plays 25 minutes. Okay.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. What an interesting one to start with. Yeah.
1: Over or under three assists? Oh, under. Under. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's driving and jacking up shots.
4: <laughs> yeah. I think Jokic plays until he gets to 10, 10, and 10, and then he sits. Oh. Just have a triple-double, oh, just a think clean so? triple-double, and then
0: sit down. So
1: plays the first half, maybe, something like right. that? He's going to yeah. hit
0: five shots, and then he's going to hit ten passes. <laughs> And he's going to get the boards along the way, but...
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
0: He's just going to specifically... I'm going to work on this one thing.
1: I mean, 10-10-10 yeah. sounds like we might win. That's...
4: Uh, that's a good point. That's yeah. too close. That's I too close for me. You, you play to win the
1: game. <laughs> what are you feeling, Rex? Uh,
4: I feel like
0: there there's legit bench minutes that are going to come into play, and I think the guys want to play. I think they want to win. I mean, I... I I think they do. I think Chanchar has a big game. I think Howard he he's just off a 20-point night. Yeah. I think he's got a little bit of hey, I need to prove myself in this league, uh he's whether ch- it's trying to get a new contract. Right. Yeah. Whether it's on this team or somewhere else. Like I I need to establish that I have the ability to stay here and he's he's going to put up some shots and he's going to put up some points.
2: What I hope is we see Zeke have a career night because I'm still super high on on Zeke yeah. and I'm a little confused why he's just totally fallen out of the rotation over some of these other guys that we just brought in. I think he was injured. He for was a injured. Bit. He was. Yeah. He was, but I still think he could play, you know. I think he could be a great defender and could be a guy that could be maybe his injury was worse than it seemed, but um so I'm hoping that he goes off and you know opens up malone's eyes to maybe a random matchup here or there in the playoffs because i would love to see that guy get some run in the playoffs because yeah. you know you throw him you think with he's gonna get playoff minutes no i don't <laughs> i want him to though he's not getting garbage time minutes he's not getting playoff minutes i sure. know i i want to i want to see him like in a high pressure situation because i think he's going to perform well i'm you like so i do I'm, I'm a big believer in him.
1: I, I did there, there were a couple games early in the season where zeke you know, he got some decent minutes in, like, the third quarter-ish. He doesn't really make that many mistakes. And he wasn't making mistakes. Yeah. He was playing good D. He was matching up decently. He was getting rebounds. And then he was draining threes. And I was like, I didn't know this guy could do that.
0: He needs he's the confidence. He just doesn't have any yeah. of the confidence. Yeah, he's a rookie. He needs yeah. that experience. Experience, or he just needs to go follow MPJ for, I don't know, an off season.
2: Well, it'll be interesting, you know, to your point, Rex, about um, will you yeah, actually see time, is how narrow the rotation actually gets. Because with the injuries and stuff, like let's assume, I'm assuming Will Barton's not back. So let's, like, let's assume he's not back. What are the, you know, what do we do? I, Eight I guys, think, nine guys? I think
0: Barton's back for like five minutes in game one, and then he's back full strength for game two.
4: That would
2: be great. I, well I, I, hope, I hope you're right. I think Malone's
4: gonna do a flex on the rotation. Like the first game is gonna be very tight. Yeah. We're talking like seven or eight guys. And then if we're if we get up 2-0, it's gonna be up to twelve. Like we're gonna play everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> because you'll have the luxury of doing that. But you can't experiment if we're not if we're not winning.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh Faku or Monte, who's starting? Oh
1: yeah. Uh if Monte's healthy, he's starting. Yeah? All day.
2: I don't know I don't man know about all day. We need I don't know.
1: we and we need somebody to run that second team. Um and and that's a good point. I I, I think Faku could end up finishing I think,
0: games. I think Paul. I mean yes, somebody needs to run the point in the second team, but no, that's Paul's that's second what, team.
2: That you know, that's uh Monty too though. It could be. He, it could he, be. Can, he,
1: but but I I just feel like um Faku makes too many mistakes um and when you're in the playoffs you can't turn the ball over you yeah. can't make mistakes he's won
2: me over dude i love oh no i love out. him but he makes turnovers he's, he's right he he tries his,
0: to thread a pass that isn't doesn't have to be made and that's
4: almost an argument to put him on the first team and let jokic do all the passing and he just has to move around and keep people busy but yeah, yeah. i mean it all i think it all depends on relationships right like if faku and jokic are getting along if they're vibing he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Yes. For, regardless has the of him. Malone shot.
2: always does that, right? Like, if we were winning, he doesn't ever change up the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how many times did we, like... Stop putting in Tory Craig. Stop putting in Tory Craig last year. <laughs> yeah. But they were winning, and so of course Malone kept playing. Malone so. cares about chemistry above everything else. He does. It's, You're right. it's You're right. like You're
4: right. chemistry and then stats and then, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> there, there's more trust for Faku's perimeter shot than there is for Monty's. And I think that's you why. You think? He, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that.
1: I don't know about that either. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, Faku sits yeah. in big threes. But last it's new. Of I think it's Faku. Very new.
2: It, fourth quarter faku is a different guy than the first three quarters I in agree. terms of his outside shot he's clutch like I feel like yeah. he's clutch but I hate the shot it's ugly
0: it's low it <laughs> never feels like it's gonna go in and <laughs> well, it, like, it's new
1: he just started working on it he's he, he his comment to uh one of the other uh uh European guys that were was right. come he's over talking about how like, the was three like points, hey, the really three point away. it's really far away <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that guy
1: yeah. All right. Uh, well, any hot takes to finish the podcast before we get into the playoffs? Rex, Mr. Hot Takes. Hot Takes?
0: Uh, well, we were promised an Andrew Soapbox, and then he just left.
1: Well, he's got, a, uh, obby, uh, got an Avi, needed some obby. string cheese. He's got yeah. <laughs> so He's got that to deal with.
0: <laughs> now, All right. Super excited. Super excited for the playoffs. Don't care who the matchup is. Uh, regardless of who it is,
4: Nuggets and Four obviously. <laughs> there you go. I really, I, I I, agree though. I think we could, I think we can beat anybody this year. I do too. Because it. everything is so wide open. You you mentioned it a few times, Rex. Like, it is as wide open mm-hmm. as it's ever been. Like, the Lakers are not stable. You don't know. I mean, the injuries that, yep. that mm-hmm. LeBron and AD are coming yeah. off of are not injuries that everybody recovers from easily, yeah. let alone mm-hmm. somebody who superhuman or not is in his, you know, mid to late 30s. Yeah. It's like anything could happen at this point. I I'm excited, totally. And it's a it seems like it's a free
0: year, uh, of like Jamal went down, so the expectation of like this team has the talent to go to the finals is off. That it's Jokic and a bunch of young guys and also Rands. Yep is the kind of the national conversation. So there's there's zero pressure in that yes, the the Nuggets could sweep through anybody, but they could also lose a seven game series to Portland if Dame gets hot. Yep. For sure. And yep. yeah, it'll be disappointing, but it's not gonna be like this crazy flash in the pan, like burn down the organization. Uh regardless of what happens, there's still just we are at the the peak of energy and excitement for Nuggets basketball.
2: That's a great point because we most likely have the league MVP and we're the underdogs. It's a weird combination. Yeah.
1: You don't see that.
2: God, I'm excited. Now I'm all pumped up. Why can't we go to the game right now?
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Take us out, Rex. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't remember what button was what. All right, this has been the Hard Pick Mining Company with your Denver Five. Bless Nate. What's Nate.
4: Plus
1: me. you have fun, Nate?
4: I had a blast. This is great.
0: Can we do more patio shows? I feel like we should do more patio shows. Patio shows are fun. Way
2: more patio shows. (laughs) You're going to get out of the house, Eric? Go Nuggets.
1: Nuggets. No
4: Neighbors came out? I was disappointed about that. We got some looks from people, though, walking by. (laughs) Lots
0: of people like... No, even any cars. There's zero. There was like two skateboarders, and that was it. The yeah.
1: skateboarders, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Whew, that was fun. Uh, yeah,
0: that was I, during the run out I have to tell a story. Uh, so I was just down in Cancun, Mexico, for a buddy's bachelor party. And we did a booze cruise, <laughs> which is dumb. In Cancun? In wow. Cancun? That sounds terrible. Yeah, this is not my ideal. You're, I did not schedule any die. of this. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're made it home. Yeah, the story (laughs) is: I was wearing
0: my Jokic jersey on this just, just trashy boat full of trashy people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Cancun booze cruise. We understand Cancun booze
0: cruise. And one by one, all these dudes started coming up and being like, "Yo, Jokic." Yo, that's my guy. Ah. <laughs> Yo, man, he doesn't get enough credit.
4: Like he's that's the MVP. That makes <gasps> him so happy. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best drug talk I've ever it was heard in my yes, life. Right? It's just <laughs> like I'm four beers in. Yeah. I, I I really like Jokic. I gotta tell this guy I like him. <laughs>
0: and and there's like there's somebody from New Jersey, there's somebody from California, there's somebody from Texas, and it's like just one by one, every, he was just this great olive branch
2: <laughs> of <laughs> like everybody respects Jokic. Everybody loves him. He's gonna win the Nobel Prize at
1: some point. <laughs> Probably, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, for horse racing or something.
0: <laughs>
4: probably, it's probably the peace prize. It's
1: yeah, it's not made, be chemistry or he something. He made peace
0: with horses. <laughs> is
4: he gonna? Is he gonna take care of the whole Israel-Palestine thing for us finally? Yeah, in I mean, between that play now, between yeah. the first and yeah. second
2: rounds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's enough.
4: Uh,